0: continued at scs.georgetown.edu
1: slash podcast.
0: I'm John Sears, and my sound off co-host tonight, wouldn't you know it,
2: it's Joel Lanning. You thought it was possible, didn't you? Come on, you did. You thought it was possible. He's had that kind of weekend. The dude is everywhere. You thought, you thought, come on, somebody thought.
0: Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off.
2: Welcome to what should be a feel-good Sound Off tonight. The Cyclones with one of the biggest wins in school history and the Hawkeyes covered the spread and it was a big spread. Yeah, it, w- it
0: was about a 17, 18 point spread. Yeah. Only led by three at the half, win by 29. A good weekend, better than last weekend.
2: Your chance to sound off live coming up 515 282 90 10, the hot topic. What I think is the biggest win in Cyclone football history. Iowa State comes off a disappointing game against Texas, loses its starting quarterback and linebacker. Travels to number three Oklahoma with a walk-on quarterback and beats the Sooners 38-31. Wasn't a fluke either. Iowa State showed more poise, and made more big
0: plays. Iowa State didn't even flinch down 14 zip, just kept coming and not only outplayed the Sooners, but outcoached them too. Sound off now. 515-282-9010 on Iowa State's big win or the Hawkeyes. Four touchdowns better than Illinois.
1: Hmm?
2: Sometimes we're too close to realize how special. That's happening here with Iowa State's Joel Lanning. Lanning started at quarterback the past two seasons. One game he threw 51 passes. Another, he ran for five touchdowns. Then Lanning lost his job to Jacob Park. Lanning did not pout. He did not transfer. He said... How can I help? The answer? Play linebacker, which sounded nuts. Lanning hadn't played linebacker since eighth grade, but he moved. Skeptics rolled their eyes. They thought it said more about Iowa State's depth than it did Lanning the linebacker. But then against Texas, Lanning made 20 tackles. Park takes lead before Iowa State's toughest game, and Lanning takes another step. Iron Man. Lanning played offense, defense, and special teams 79 snaps. Baker Mayfield is great and may win the Heisman. But college football's best player on this Saturday in Oklahoma was Iron Man Joel Lanning. He ran, he passed, he tackled, he sacked, he pounced. But that's not all. Joel Lanning sold popcorn in the stands at halftime. Lanning piloted the plane from Norman back to Ames, and then this morning, Lanning delivered Sunday service. The legend grows, and there are memes to cover it. Lanning steps on Lego, Lego cries. When Lanning turned 18, his parents moved out. The flu has to get Joel Lanning shots. After Lanning's senior season, Iowa State should start a Joel Lanning Award. The team would vote on the player who best exemplifies the consummate teammate, because that is Joel Lanning. One of the all-time great
0: performances for sure. Iowa State's win over number three Oklahoma is just another example of what makes sports great. No script, and if the stars align, maybe, just maybe, something crazy will happen. For one October day, Norman, Oklahoma, turned into crazy town. These are the moments that make us sports fans yearn for more, to believe in the unbelievable, because we love the underdog story. Sure, next week, the Cyclones will beat Kansas by 30. Fans will be happy, but not Oklahoma happy. Iowa State was not supposed to win. 31-point underdogs. Starting quarterback Jacob Park out with health issues. In-step's third-string walk-on redshirt senior Kyle Kempt, who before yesterday had two more collegiate pass attempts than me. Iowa State had no chance to win this game, or so we were told. Some of the most die-hard Cyclone fans told me their hope was to not get embarrassed. Mission accomplished. The last time Iowa State beat Oklahoma, I was nine, sporting some beautiful blonde bangs. This wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. And that's the power of sports. The unthinkable turns imaginable. The impossible turns into reality. All of a sudden, emotions of shock and disbelief combine with ecstasy and joy. It's a feeling you can't explain, but it's a feeling you never want to forget. No one saw this coming, but it happened. And that's what makes sports great.
2: Sure is, and it was no fluke, John. Uh, you can rewatch that game. Iowa State held Oklahoma to seven points in the second half. And the Cyclones just had better execution. They look like the
0: better football team. Man, and and Oklahoma on some of those swing passes to Trevor Ryan, to David Montgomery, where was the Sooner defense at? I mean, it's almost like they went to sleep and Iowa State took full advantage. Full advantage of an Oklahoma team that maybe was looking ahead to Texas. But you know what? Oklahoma didn't show up, and Iowa State did as a 31-point underdog. And you have to give all the credit to Matt Campbell and that coaching staff.
2: Uh, you sure do. I thought the uh, game plan was flawed against Texas. Yeah. But it was not flawed against Oklahoma. That was perfect. And everything was uh, done just right. Let's get to Les in Ames. Les will run some of these highlights from Norman, Oklahoma, as you tell us what you thought. Of this unlikely win that not many people, if any people, saw outside that locker room, saw it coming.
1: Well, you know, guys, uh, I, I have a show here in Enviola at K U R E Sports and ISU TV, and you know, I, I didn't count the Cyclones out this week. I knew, I knew last week it was, it was tough against Texas, but I knew that you know Joe Laning and the D needed to be tight. I knew after after I heard that uh, Kyle Kemp would be starting, I was like, you know what? We might be okay. Um, and so, and so, you know, I, I didn't. I did not knock the Cyclones out. And I, was, I just thought it was a great team effort. Defense, you know, uh, kept, kept Baker Mayfield off the field. And Kyle Kemp had a lot of time, you know, to, to work with these guys. And I thought it was just a great team effort and a great team win.
2: Yeah, well said there, Les. Uh, Kyle Kemp was sensational. I mean, he, he played right alongside, Man. maybe outplayed Baker Mayfield. I think so. I think so, guys. It's uh, three touchdown passes, more than 300 yards passing. 343 uh, uh, yards and, passing. And so yeah. much poise. So Absolutely. much poise. Absolutely. And, and you know, just a great shout-out to
1: all the receivers. Uh, John, I think you said it, just those, those passes out, uh, out on, the, on the flats. I mean, where, you know, where was the Oklahoma D? Got um, guys, guys were just running the ball, you know, up and down the field, and I thought it was just again just a great team after great, great play calling by the coaches, also. All
0: right, thank you, Les. Yeah, and and- Kyle Kemp was great. You don't talk about a new BMOC, Big Man on Campus. I mean, this guy came out of nowhere. I mean, you think you could find many Cyclone fans that knew who Kyle Kemp was before this game? No, no. I mean, he he was the third string walk on quarterback, and a great going decision- into a place that that the Sooners never lose at home.
2: Yeah, great decision by the coaching staff to not go with the freshman here. I mean, this is a tough place to put a freshman in. So they put the more experienced senior in and uh, he might, you know, he, he, I'm sure was feeling, feeling a little bit, but he said he got his legs under him as the game went on and boy, did he? Just kept getting better and he made the big throws and it, uh, there were fewer drops. Maybe he throws a, a more catchable pass as far as these receivers go. And, and one go. thing I
0: loved about the game plan was these throws right here. Yep. He, he, they didn't make him throw down the field 40 yards 30 times. He had a couple deep ones to Lazard, but a lot of them were these easy swing passes to get their athletes into space like this. And then you let Trevor Ryan use the speed down the sidelines and that was great game planning.
2: Uh, Dodger Denny, this had to be a good moment for you.
1: Oh, guys, it was awesome. They played. Whatever they did worked out. And I'm so proud of those boys, young men, what they did. And
0: all I can say is go Cyclones. We'll get another win next week. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Well, they better
0: get a win next week.
2: Uh, John, I also thought it was good of, of Matt Campbell. He, you know, Iowa State had no problem with fans who spontaneously showed up to welcome the team back to Ames. Mm-hmm. But they didn't hold a pep rally like uh, Paul Rhodes did. Uh, not Paul Rhodes himself, but there was a pep rally mm-hmm. after Iowa State or, informal ga- or a gathering where Rhodes took the microphone and a bunch of people congregated in one place. Uh, Campbell is trying to get the message across of uh, we go to a place we expect to win. If you want to show up here and welcome the team back, that's great for the players, but we're not going to hold a pep rally.
0: Yeah, and, and he's trying to get this program to a point where they can win big games on the road and it's expected because they can win this game. But if they only finish this season with four or five wins, then this, this, this win just kind of keeps going by the wayside a little bit. It's great now, but now you got to finish. Now you need to get to six wins. Now you need to get to a bowl game to make sure that this win
2: matters. Joel Lanning, by the way, shot this videotape (laughs) and drove the bus Uh, time for a lookalike with a local connection. You're going to love this. John Old Spice judges Wartburg College on Twitter sends in this look-alike of rival Whoa. Co-College's mascot, that's Charlie Kohawk, and uh, looks like the Saw movies character, Billy the Puppet. Old Spice?
3: <laughs> of wow, major shade thrown. Guys, I've got a wife and a family, two jobs and a mortgage, and somehow <laughs> my mother can still stroll right into my conscience and wreak havoc. And this time, she's talking about North Dakota State. Hang on. Here comes what's bugging Andy.
2: Follow us at uh, SoundOff13 on Twitter. We asked if this is bigger than the Oklahoma State win in 2011. I think it is. Jake writes, this is bigger. Oklahoma didn't play bad. Iowa State flat out took it to them physically, a philosophy this program has never
0: had. Program changing. Scott writes, without a doubt, the biggest win in ISU history in Norman with a third-string quarterback against a Heisman candidate in Mayfield. Just no
2: now Poe writes Oklahoma State because that game caused LSU and Bama to play each other in the BCS ship, which was the last straw of the BCS system. Therefore, Iowa State beating Okie State is why we have the college football playoff. Time for What's Bugging
0: Andy. And it's definitely not the North Dakota State Bison.
3: Last year at this time, I was wiping off the last remnants of the bison pie to the face that I'd taken from North Dakota State that bit between me and the bison has always been in good fun, but there is at least one person who never found the humor in it. And that person is my mom, Mary Margaret fails. She didn't think it was very nice. Now I have tried to reassure her that this is sports and it's silly, but that hasn't really worked. And this morning, she hit me with something that has me feeling the need to reset my compass. She had just been to the funeral of her friend's granddaughter, Ellie Helm, who had died tragically while home in Wisconsin last week. Ellie was a North Dakota State cheerleader, and at that funeral were two busloads of people who'd driven nine hours from Fargo. I imagine it was heart-wrenching for my mom to see her friends in pain, but I also imagine it was a little embarrassing for her considering that many people in that church have watched those episodes of What's Bugging Andy versus the Bison. Well again, it's all satire, Mom, but you are absolutely right. This is the time to recheck perspective. From time to time, everyone who engages in the theatrical banter that comes with talk of sports and politics, be it someone like Colin Coward or Tommy Laren or Bill Maher, or Rush Limbaugh, or even me, should take a moment to reach across the aisle and say, no hard feelings. We're all in this together. Because sports, flags, politics, these are details that we invented, and we can cast aside every last one of them and still be just fine as long as we're here. A loving family and a few busloads of friends are worth all the bluster and bravado in the world. My sincerest sympathies to the family of Ellie Helm, and my thanks to mom for continuing to check into my conscience after all these years. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me.
2: Thank you, Andy. Uh, Coming up, who's in your five looks back at something that did not make some Cyclone fans as happy as this game at Oklahoma. Uh, Plus more of your live calls, 515-282-9010 to sound off. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Brent writes, biggest win in ISU history, no question. How many other upsets have been at a point in the season where winning that game meant you could turn your season around into something special? ISU has dashed Oklahoma's school title hopes again and probably start another national conversation of expanding the CFP to 18. <laughs> Jacob comments on the flag
0: planting controversy at midfield. It's bad sportsmanship. I thought it when OU did it and still think it when ISU did it. With that, Hell yeah, Cyclones. Go get it. Just don't try to make a statement after you haven't earned the right.
2: Ten days ago, Iowa State debuted its new secondary Cyclone logo. Since then, we've received endless look-alike nominations, and we can't keep doing them. So we rank them in order of frequency received. It's who's in your five Cyclone logo look-alikes. Number five, Spiral Sliced Ham. Number four, The Horn of Plenty Cornucopia. (laughs) Number three... Tasmanian devil. Okay, yeah. Number two, the upside down pile of poo emoji, and the number one most frequent look-alike nomination for the new logo. We got the hundreds bugle, of those. Hundreds of bugle snack chips. All right, is back to the uh, live phone calls. Mike is in Des Moines. Mike, welcome to Sound Off.
3: Hey guys, I just wondered if you knew anything more about uh, Jacob Park and what the deal was there, and uh, number two, if uh, you after performance this week if you even
2: want him back thanks guys all right. all right thank you uh we don't we don't know more we haven't learned anymore i haven't been told any more. he's just it's an indefinite leave um coach campbell has said jacob park mm-hmm. is welcome back when he is ready um but even if he were to come back say tuesday somehow i say you stay with uh kemp in the next game and you use landing and situational football because Park didn't lose his job to injury. He's lost it for other reasons, and this team is is clicking, and they have a formula now that works against a really good team. They should keep going that direction. You win
0: in Norman, Oklahoma, I don't care if it's your 10th string quarterback, this guy plays the next game. And the fact that he threw for 343 and three touchdowns and the poise that Kemp showed on the road, he has to start next game. They will welcome Jacob Park back as part of the team when he's ready to come back and when he's uh, healthy to come back. But until then, Kemp is the man with Lanning getting some reps as well.
2: Uh, Tim and Urbandale, Tim, it's it's hard to even know that the Hawkeyes won homecoming by 30 points the way uh, but it's understandable because this is uh, one of the biggest games, if not the the biggest football win in, in Iowa State history. Where are your thoughts tonight? Well, I
1: believe that Joel Lanning should be big a big club player of the week. Also, I believe every quarterback should play lane, linebacker at one time or another. Did you see Joel Lanning?
2: I did. Oh, so. we saw him. Yeah, we we saw him. Saw him. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, there he Did
1: you did you did you see him slide feet first? No. He went for the first down.
2: No, he's going to try to run somebody over. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you, yeah. You got that right. He's a uh, he was a great wrestler in high school. He says that's <laughs> served him well in this transition. That's a tough yeah. guy.
0: That is a tough yeah. guy. Lanning is an old school football player. Where if you're a, an older guy who played football in the fifties or sixties, he's your guy. He's your iron I mean, man. He's, he's the, the man. He's the guy, yeah. That's my guy right there. Both ways, get it done.
2: Uh, Kerry in Des Moines with a quick thought on head coach Matt Campbell. Kerry, go ahead. Yes, I'm a diehard Hawkeye fan, but
1: I got it handed to the Cyclones for their game yesterday. And my son-in-law is a Cyclones fan, and his first reaction to the win was, how long do you think it will be before
2: somebody makes Matt Campbell an offer to leave Iowa State? Man. uh, Well, if he keeps winning games like he won yesterday, it won't be long. uh, But Iowa State... uh, He he loves Iowa
0: State, and I know Jamie Pollard loves him. And if he keeps winning... We all know how college football works. You got to up the payroll, you got to up the the money, but until that happens, they do need to win more games. It's just a one win so far.
2: Still ahead, Pat McCaffrey's now healthy and grown and he's headed to Iowa face off next. Final takes at 515-282 9010. You can always email the show, sound off at whotv.com. Joel Lanning does not go beast mode. Beasts go Joel Lanning mode. <laughs> Matthew and Johnston. It appears the Iowa
0: football team is going to underachieve again this year. The offense, well, there is no offense. The defense, well, poor at best. Special teams, well, mediocre. Coaching, well, his record speaks for itself. That's from Shirley. I don't know if she actually watched the game on Saturday, but this is a real email from a Hawkeye. Fan, we think C-
2: could be a that's uh, a that's a classic older name it could be a guy it could be a man surely as well but yeah d- iowa won by 30. 29 to be exact okay to be exact
0: but odd email time for more topics we call it face off former sound off intern, intern now cyclone fanatic media mogul chris williams was criticized by some cyclone fans for not
2: picking iowa state to beat oklahoma You think those fans picked iowa state cyclone <laughs> jerry did <laughs> Chris is good for Iowa State fans because despite wanting Iowa State to do well at everything, he strives for objectivity and criticizes when called for. If you thought Chris should have picked Iowa State at Oklahoma, then you want a homer who picks ISU in all 12 games. College basketball referee John Higgins
0: sued Kentucky Sports Radio, alleging broadcasters helped incite death threats against him and his family and for encouraging defamatory messages on social media. that that disrupted his roofing business. Higgins refed Kentucky's loss in the NCAA
2: tournament to North Carolina. If KSR did what Higgins alleges, it should write Higgins a big check. And any fan that followed that advice, get your priorities in whack. Ugh, awful. Least surprising news of the week. Four-star basketball recruit Patrick
0: McCaffrey committed to the Hawkeyes. McCaffrey had one offer, Iowa,
2: from his dad. Fran McCaffrey said at the rally against cancer, I better land this recruit. I'm sleeping with his mother.
0: One of the best lines of all time. Finally, we have another super fight brewing, and it's just what America needs. 68-year-old George Foreman has challenged 65-year-old Steven Seagal to a 10-round fight. It sounds crazy, but I'm all in. I wanna see this.
2: I hope they'll keep their shirts on, but either way, I'm in. And and I hope Foreman knocks the paint off Seagal's hair.
0: Oh, we gotta have this. Love it.
2: Over, under, overrated. Oklahoma football. Underrated? Oklahoma campus. Looks it's, nice on TV. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful campus. All right, Tyler and Ames, uh, we're getting ready for 60
3: seconds. Oh, all, hey, right, hey, all right, all hey. right. Talking violation. Sit in the corner, Sears. Murph, you're good. One minute, boys. Let's wrap it up.
2: Thank you, Tiny Ref. I always like the Tiny Ref. Tyler and Ames, go ahead. Tyler? Hey, how are we doing? We're just looking to uh, follow back on the guy's last comment about
0: uh, Matt Campbell. I don't think anyone's going to be taking Matt Campbell for quite a while. I mean, he just came out of the group of five. You know, we all talk about some of the strength of the group of five. You look at almost all the uh, good coaches that have come out of that. Matt Rule now at Baylor. You know, you look at Matt Campbell coming back onto ISU. I mean, Tom Herman going to Texas. I mean, it's just a lot of good coaches coming out of there. So much power in the group of five, I mean. You know, so much strength. Yeah, all the good teams, Charlie Strong going back to coach at USF. I mean, he's going to make that program great again. You know, a lot of good uh, programs in the group of five.
2: All right. Thank you. Appreciate that call. Uh, Mike is in DeSoto. Mike, uh, go ahead. One thought, please.
1: Yes, sir. How are you doing tonight?
2: Good. Good. the biggest thing I have is, is Joe Lanning going to be the Ironman for more than this game here or more games? We haven't been told, but I sure would expect he will be.
0: Yeah, is I think as long as Kemp still plays quarterback, Lanning will get reps, and he's certainly not leaving that linebacker position.
2: Clinton and Ames, one sentence, sir. Uh, Alan Lazard played amazing. You- he did, and that's all we have time for. That's going to do it for us. We're back next week. Hope you are, too. We leave you with the
0: sound off send off. Iowa State's Everett Edwards plants the flag at midfield of Memorial Stadium. Sooner quarterback Baker Mayfield knew it was coming. He did.
2: It's expected. You know, I'm sure I'll get comments of Iowa State's my dad or something like that. I mean, it's the, you, know, you hear it, and you expect it, and it's whatever. I'm not worried about what they're doing. we got to go back to work.